Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the Kingdom of Heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It's good to be with you. Today, we're actually going to begin a series, and we're going to talk about what keeps us from being successful. That's one question. And the second one is, am I truly living? Because you know what? In order to be successful, we have to learn to truly live. If we learn to truly live, then we're going to learn to be successful. So I want to encourage you to grab a notebook, get ready to take some notes. I'm going to give you homework at the end of today, and we're going to continue to be moving forward. Like I said, it's a series, so we're going to go step by step as we learn, as we grow together. So while you grab that, let me just welcome everyone. My name is Ruth Hendrickson. I run a ministry called RHM International. You can learn all about it just by visiting the website, which is ruthhendrickson.org. All right, you have your notebook, you're ready to go. So what keeps me from being successful? Or am I learning to truly live? Am I truly living? You know, right now, just right at a scale, take a scale one to 10 and weigh that out. The first one is, um, am I successful? Okay, now you're going to say, do I mean by the world standards or God's standards? Are you successful from God's standards? Because our plumb line always has to be the word of God. So therefore, if we measure it by the world standards, we're not using the right plumb line because we need to, with that right measure, we need to always measure our lives by the standard that God has. So number one, am I successful by God's standards? Scale of zero to 10, zero being totally unsuccessful and 10 being very successful. That's your first one. Okay, your second one, second question is, am I truly living? Again, your standard, your measure is the word of God. So when you look at God's standard, am I truly living? Okay, and again, the scale is zero to 10, zero living, no, zero being, no, I'm not doing well at all. And 10 being, I'm doing incredibly well. Now, as we dive into this, number one, I want you to be really, really honest with yourselves. This is just between you and God. You're not gonna have to post it anywhere. You don't need to share it with anyone. This is between you and God. This is a growth opportunity. And remember, when God points out something to us, it's always an invitation for healing, for growth, to move forward. It's it's never shame. It's never condemnation. From the kingdom of heaven, whenever something is pointed out to us, it's always for our good. So you can be assured as we go through these exercises that it's going to be for your good. So again, from a believer's perspective, from a Christian perspective, from a biblical stance, we can only be truly living if we are living God's way. Okay, so right now you can shout out, I truly live when I live God's way. Okay, that's the only, that's the truth. Anything else is a counterfeit. John 10, 10 out of the Amplified says, the thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, or Jesus, I have come that they may have and enjoy life. I love that. Have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. So what does it mean that Jesus came so that we can have life? What does it mean that Jesus came so that we can enjoy life? And what does it mean that Jesus came so that we can have an abundance or even an overflow as we walk through life, as we go through this journey? of this thing called life. As we look at this verse, as we look at John 10, 10, it also tells me that, that there's a destiny. So in other words, God has a destiny for you. 
It also tells me that you are here for such a time as this. And you can shout that out right now. God has a destiny for me. I am here for such a time as this. And the third one is that you're on assignment from heaven. Okay. All from John 10, 10. Okay. I have come. Jesus has come that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full until it overflows. Because remember when, when scripturally, when we talk about this whole concept of abundance, it's not just having enough. It's not just having some extra. It's always this concept of, of a life that just overflows with the goodness, with the provision, with the kingdom of heaven, with the things that, that God has for his children. Okay, so we have to begin to envision our lives that way, again, from a biblical perspective. So again, those three things, you have a destiny, you're here for such a time as this, and you are on an assignment from heaven. Okay, Jeremiah 29, 11, I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Classic. And it says, for I know the thoughts and plans I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil to give you hope in your final outcome. Okay, so again, that just re reiterates thoughts and plans. God knows the thoughts and the plans that he has for you. It's not that you were created and then forgotten. He knows the thoughts and the plans that he has for you. They are for your welfare and peace. Okay, so God's plans are never for evil. God's plans are never for dysfunction. God's plans are always for welfare and peace in every area of your life. God's plans are also that we walk in, that you walk in hope that in the end, in the final outcome, it all comes together, that that's who our God is. The New Living Translation says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. So again, here we see this concept that these plans are for disaster. Okay, you have not been put on the face of this earth to fail. You have been put on the face of this earth to succeed. I have not been put on the face of this earth to fail. I have been put on the face of this earth to succeed. If any of you remember the Mission Impossible movies? Okay, so there's newer ones out. And, you know, the main character in that is a man by the name of Ethan Hunt. If you remember the older TV show, it, the man's name, the key figure was Jim Phelps. And what was given is they were always given this covert mission. Okay, this highly dangerous mission. And the, the question was always asked, you know, if you choose to accept this mission, should you choose to accept this mission? But the thing is, is that they were given a mission with an expectation that they would accept it, that they would execute that mission, and that they would be successful in the execution of that mission. You see, God gives us a mission. He put us on the face of this earth with the plans and purposes that he has for us for good with that same expectation. And he holds it out before each one of us. He believes in us. He believes in you that you can successfully take that mission, that you can run with it, and that you will successfully execute the mission, execute the plans and purposes that he has for you because you are here for such a time as this. And so that begs the question right there, what keeps us from being successful? in what God has called us to do. So what keeps you from being successful in what God calls 
has called you to do. You can add that to, to your page as your what keeps me from being successful. Okay, just begin to fill that and allow the Holy Spirit. Just let's just pray right now. Holy Spirit, Lord, just come. You are the one who reveals. And Lord, we know that when you show us the truth, it's that invitation for healing, for freedom. So Father, we invite you right now to show us, to show each one of us what keeps us, what stands in the way, what are the blocks, what are the hindrances that keep us from being successful, that keep us from moving into the more. So Father, we just open ourselves. As David said, search our hearts, Lord, and know any anxious thoughts. No, show, show, bring up to the surface those things that hold us back because God, we were created for more. We were created to be successful. Okay, so just wait on the Holy Spirit for a moment. Write down whatever you see, sense, or hear. Remember, don't try to sift through it on your own. We're going to let the Holy Spirit do this as we walk through this series. Okay, now some of you, I'm sure some of you wrote down, it could be a physical challenge. It could be an emotional challenge. It could be a financial challenge. Okay, any, there's, there's going to be a plethora of challenges because each of us is a unique individual with unique experiences that, you know, that how we process them, how we've, how we've come to realize how we've come to walk through them or not walk through them has a direct impact on what we believe about ourselves, what we believe about our future, what we believe about um, what God has for us. All these things actually come together. Some of you feel like you're alone and you know that the mission that God has for you, the thing he has for you is, is just too huge and you need others to walk with you. You know, if we go back to that mission impossible, either the movies or the TV shows, one of the things that, that they always had to do that Ethan Hunt or Jim Phelps had to do was always to choose a team. You see, they weren't, they weren't going to execute this mission on our on their own and some of us have not been successful because we're called to walk in community with others to execute the mission and we've been trying to do it all ourselves some of us just haven't found the team yet and that could be because the timing's not right or it could be because our own fear of failure is holding us back from asking others to walk with us some of them, some of us, again, that can tie directly into the emotional challenges, the physical challenges, or even the financial challenges that keep us from moving forward. Um, but for some of you guys, as we talk about um, medical issues, it can be a diagnosis. It could be some sort of a medical diagnosis that you're wrestling with. Some, for some of you guys, it's age. You're too young or you're too old. And yet God says age has no place. Like, like that's not what holds us back. That can never, ever we see Timothy being told not to worry about being too young. We see Abraham and Sarah being told not to worry about being too old. So God immediately says no to those, you know, to that excuse, too young, too old. He says, I put you here with plans and purpose and you're to be successful. And the same thing with the medical diagnoses. Um, you know, he is the great physician. He does heal. We don't understand why some people are not healed. There's so many questions there. But the thing is, is it's up to us when we have a medical diagnosis, what we do with it and how we walk through it. And if it becomes a chain that binds us, or if we keep forging forward in what God has called us to do. Um, it can also be things of our past. It could be things like abuse that we've walked through, or some of you are going through that you feel like it's holding you back. It could be trauma. It could be PTSD that hasn't been dealt with yet. 
Um, you know, all those things weave into our belief system. And if we're going to move forward and become successful or not, as God defines success, remember, that's very important. Whenever I'm talking about success here, we're talking about as God defines success, not as our culture does. And sometimes not even as we do. Because we can define success of, as having the biggest bank account, and the most secure retirement, um, you know, and yet God says, no, that's that's not what I'm looking for. You know, I have you here for such a time as this. And and some people, this, let me take it the other way. Some people that describe success as a pious poverty mindset, and that's not it either. Okay. And so it, what, what has God called us to do and how are we doing it, stepping into it? So um, it can also be, this is a huge one, huge right here. It can be fear. You know, fear holds us back. Fear will keep us from doing fear. You know, anything, when God calls us to be successful, he never calls us to be successful um, ultimately in something we could do in and of ourselves. That that dream of God or that thing that he's calling us into is always bigger than we are. There are many things we could be successful in, in and of ourselves. And that's wonderful. I mean, God made us that way. But when we talk at this level, what I'm talking about is the, is the things that go above and beyond the God dreams, those desires that he's put within us that we can only step into hand in hand with him, with his empowerment, with his strength, with his, with his provision, within his timing. These are the things, because when we step into this, this is when we truly live life God's way. So anyways, if we don't resolve, if we don't deal with the fears, the disbelief, or the past failures, then we're not going to move into it. If you look at the great men and women of faith throughout scripture, you see a lot of failure. And God showed us that because failure is never to stop us. Failure becomes that tool that placed in the hands of the living God. Actually, is that those areas of failures, we deal with them as we learn from him. They become teaching tools, training tools, and they eventually become a fuel that acts as a catalyst to propel us forward. So they can become bondage chains that hold us back, or we can submit them to the Lord. And that's true with all of this, physical, emotional, financial challenges. I'm feeling like we're all alone. The medical diagnosis, the abuse, the trauma, the fear, the disbelief, the past failures, all those things that threaten to hold us back, that keep us from being successful. When submitted to the Lord, like I said, he takes them, he refines them, and he turns them into a fuel, which acts as a catalyst to move us forward with a level of power and authority that we did not have in the past. But here, so all of us have something um, that if we don't deal with it, can and will hold us back from living that full life, from living life successfully, from living life the way that God intended us to live. And so your mission, should you choose to accept it as a wrap up part number one of this series, your mission, should you choose to accept it is to grab that journal again, write down the dreams that God has placed in your heart, write them out. Don't hold back, write them out. With that, write down what's holding you back from the full execution of these dreams. Now, we did a little of that earlier, but I want to encourage you to go back to it and go further with it. Let the Holy Spirit take you further. We don't want to leave anything buried or covered up because this is a time for freedom. You need to step into the fullness of who the Lord's created you to be. You need to be, be successful in your life by his standards, and we need to learn to truly live. Amen. All right. and then. Um, I want to encourage you to join us again tomorrow as we dive deeper into this, because this is too much for one setting, 
So we're going to take it piece by piece or in bite-sized chunks and begin to walk through it. And I really believe that as you do this, you're going to see such a huge, huge, huge level of freedom like you never imagined. You're going to you're going to step into a whole new realm of living and just knowing what it is to be successful by God's standards, what it is to live by God's standards. And I also want you to know if you get stuck along the way, um, I have a team, they're called the International Mashaw Team, and you can always set up an appointment with them. Their specialty is to help the body of Christ get unstuck so that we can become the people that God's called us to be, so that we can walk into those plans and purposes. And if you're interested, if you want to check that out, just go to the website, ruthhendrickson.org and and just look for Mashaw. And so you can learn more about that. But anyways, so again, your mission, should you choose to accept it, write down the dreams that God has placed on your heart, write down what's holding you back from the full execution of those dreams and join us again next time as we continue to dive in to what, you know, the question is what keeps me from being successful And eventually we're going to get to what makes me really successful for the kingdom of heaven. So be so blessed. Feel free to share these, invite others to join us, comment, um, you know, share some of your insights as you feel comfortable doing that. We want to encourage each other and build each other up. And I want to encourage you and build you up because you are here for such a time as this. God has plans and purposes for you and they are good. And he has called you to live a life that's full of fruit and full of abundance, full of passion, full of joy. That's who you're created to be. Have a great day. Be so blessed. And I will see you next time as we continue to find freedom and live life the way God intended us to live. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.